An A to Z of Believing, from Atheism to Zealotry. Written and presented by Dr. Ed Kessler, Founder Director of the Wolf Institute. Program 3, C for Conversion. Conversion is a turning onto the right road. The next thing to do is to walk on it. Charles Spurgeon. Conversion comes from the Latin word convertere, which simply means to turn around or turn back. Most of us interpret conversion in terms of religion, a profound transformation of mind and heart towards God. For Christians, conversion is associated with preaching the gospel, the good news, from the Greek evangelion, which is where evangelical comes from. Of course, evangelizing can be applied to any religion that seeks converts, such as Islam and Buddhism. The Buddha, for example, is depicted as telling his disciples to go forth for the good of the many, for the welfare of the many, out of compassion for the world. Let no two of you go in the same direction. Teach the Dharma. Islam seeks converts by Dawah, calling people Muslim and non-Muslim to Allah. Dawah is understood as the means by which Muhammad began spreading the message of the Quran to humanity. Similarly, the Great Commission, according to the New Testament, is the instruction of the resurrected Jesus to his disciples to spread his teachings and to convert the world to Christ. In this case, by emphasizing God's saving love and preaching the forgiveness of sins. As well as seeking converts, evangelicals have themselves often experienced the profound religious moment, which is why they are sometimes called born again, causing a drastic change in behavior as well as belief. When applied in practice, however, the pursuit of converts has not always been good news, as the Crusades of the 11th to 16th centuries showed. Preached by the Pope against internal and external enemies, that is, other Christians or Jews and Muslims, the Crusades were essentially holy wars that were as political as they were religious. Much of the Reconquista was couched in crusading language, and is understood by most Spanish Catholics as the Christian conquest or reconquest of Spain after the invasion of Islam. Now it's worth reflecting on the terms conquest, reconquest and invasion. Did Ferdinand and Isabella simply regain or liberate the Iberian Peninsula? Or was their action itself an invasion? The word reconquista remains the cause of controversy in Spanish history and politics. Forced conversions were also not uncommon in the Crusades. In Trier, southwestern Germany, the majority of the Jewish community was forcibly converted or killed, although afterwards Emperor Henry IV permitted those who had been baptised against their will to return to Judaism. His ruling caused some controversy because it clashed with canon law, which, notwithstanding its position against forced baptism, stipulated that anyone who had been baptised must remain a Christian. It won't surprise you that today conversion continues to generate suspicion and the word crusade, whilst commonly used by Christians to denote a righteous endeavour, still conjures up for Jews and Muslims the image of unjust religious persecution. President George W. Bush got into trouble when he called for a crusade against terrorism in response to the 9-11 attacks, raising fears that the rhetoric of a clash of civilizations between Christians and Muslims would result and another holy war begin. This is probably what Osama bin Laden and his fellow terrorists would have wanted. Some modern Dawah movements are also controversial, like the Muslim Brotherhood and Jamaat al-Islami. 
even though much of their focus is on building grassroots institutions and funding welfare projects, which have helped them survive and at times flourish under various Middle Eastern dictatorships. And they are banned in a number of mainly Muslim countries and accused of fermenting social unrest. For a brief two-year period from 2011, they ruled in Egypt but are now prescribed by the military regime of President Sisi. Closer to home is the controversial Hizbut Tahrir, an international Islamist political organisation which aims for the re-establishment of the caliphate, unification of Muslims around the world, enforce Sharia and carrying the Dawah of Islam to the rest of the world. It is also banned in many countries, including China, Egypt, Germany, Russia, Saudi Arabia, but not the UK, where it remains active. Individuals affiliated with the group have been linked to violent acts, such as the murder of a pro-secularist blogger in Bangladesh, and the organisation holds extremist views, anti-Semitic, homophobic and anti-Western. It is also widely condemned by many Muslim communities. However, unlike in Germany, the Home Office has stated that as long as the group does not advocate violence, it shouldn't be banned for having unpopular ideas. Interestingly, Hizbut Tahrir has never attracted large numbers of supporters and their membership in the UK is small and in decline. And this perhaps demonstrates the crux of the relationship between religion and conversion. Using force or extremism to convert people may be a short-term fix, but I don't think you convert anyone simply by silencing or threatening them. Neither is self-interest a successful tactic in attracting sincere converts. In my experience of teaching future faith leaders from different religions, kindness has converted more than zeal and learning more than intimidation.